5 Minutes with Phil, a daily devotion for people on the go. Brought to you by Tabor Church. Welcome back to the podcast. This is 5 Minutes with Phil. All right, today is Wednesday, uh, the day that I'm recording this. Again, I'll go back to what I said yesterday. No matter when you're going to listen to it, at least it puts a timestamp on when you're hearing these words that are coming out of my mouth. So, as you think about um, the things that we've talked about this week, we've talked a little bit about unity. We've talked about what it means to make room for one another, to love one another. And we're going to hit 1 Corinthians chapter 1 today, and we're going to do 4 through 9. I always thank my God for you and for the gracious gifts he has given you. Now that you belong to Christ Jesus, through him God has enriched your church in every way, with all of your eloquent words and all of your knowledge. This confirms that what I told you about Christ is true. Now you have every spiritual gift you need as you eagerly wait for the return of our Lord Jesus Christ. He will keep you strong to the end so that you will be free from all blame on that day when our Lord Jesus Christ returns. God will do this. For he is faithful to do what he says, and he's invited you into partnership with his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. All right, so Paul, he's talking to the church, and he is giving thanks to God for them. Now, this is important because what we see in the Corinthian church is that they're There are a multitude of problems and a multitude of issues, of which the reason why Paul is is writing this letter, and then he writes 2 Corinthians as well, because there are some issues and there are some problems. But here's the thing, what he still is confirming up front. I give thanks to God for you. And as you've come together, you know, God has enriched your church in every way. So even before, he's going to get into the issues, the problems, the the things that are happening within the church, the division, the you know, all that stuff that we're going to see through 1st and 2nd Corinthians. Paul is saying, I still give thanks to you. I give thanks to God for you. And that's important for us to be able to understand and realize is that sometimes what we're doing in the church is saying, let's just cut everybody out who doesn't think like me, look like me, act like me, and that way we'll be pure. And that's never a good way to be able to think about things. It's never a good thing. And so Paul's almost celebrating the things that, you know, as God has brought them together, they show that there is a commonality in it, right? So, and God's like, yep, you know, in, in all your eloquent words and all of your knowledge. Now, I don't think he's being sarcastic here. I think he understands that they are uh, an intelligent people. Maybe they've studied the classics. Maybe they, uh, you know, maybe they've uh, known a couple of different languages. Maybe they know things, right? And and that's okay, right? Knowledge is good. Knowledge is power. All of that fun stuff. Uh, but it also can. We can have intellectual pride. Um, intellectual pursuit. It can get in the way of of following Jesus as well, though. And so. Here, he's saying these differences, these things have occurred across the board, and they've made your church better, right? So, your eloquent words, your knowledge has made your church better. 
but he also goes back to kind of their unity in the word because he's you know that confirms you know, what I told you about what you know about Christ is true. Now he's like you have every spiritual gift you need as you eagerly wait for the return of our Lord Jesus Christ. This is also an important quality to be able to highlight for this church. He's telling them you already have everything. You have every gift that you currently need in order to carry out the work that God is calling you to. I, you know, talk to a lot of churches and a lot of churches we tend to what happens is we always look at the deficiency we look at the things that we don't have. We're like, yeah, we're never going to be able to do X, Y, or Z because we don't have A, B, or C. And so we're always looking at the deficiencies. We're looking at the things we don't have. And that brings us down. Now, Paul is emphasizing here for us, I believe, for also you know the church today, to be able to say we have every spiritual gift that you need as we wait for Jesus to come back again. Do you believe it? Do you believe that you have everything that you need currently until Jesus comes back again? Yeah, that's it's a question of uh, some doubt there as well. We're like, yeah, like we could always use more. We could always use more. And here, Paul's saying he's going to keep you strong to the end so that you'll be free from all blame on the day when our Lord Jesus Christ returns. God will do this, for he is faithful to do what he says, and he's invited you into partnership with his Son. So here is a big part of what we are going to rely on, even in when we are feeling deficient, even when we are feeling like we don't have enough, we don't have what we need, and this is a big part for us. We're saying, nope, let's go back to the faithfulness of God. Let's go back to the things that we know that we do have. And we have a God who's faithful. We have a God who's invited us into partnership. And so we know we're always going to have what we need. And God will do the work, and God will always invite us in to be partners in this. Think about those things as we are as you're thinking about yourself, maybe your church and think about the ways in which we can be stronger in our confession of the faithfulness of God. All right everybody, we'll be back again tomorrow. Take care.